Uh, there's the gun, and we are off and running for episode four of the 2015 Big Footy Blues podcast. I'm ODN, and once again, we are operating with a skeleton crew, as I am joined by Shandog. Hey, Shandog. Hey, mate. How you doing? Uh, did you draw the short straw this week, or, you know, do you know if it was something I said? Um, <laughs> where, where's my panel? I have no idea if there was a straw drawing situation. I think they just left me out of that and just, just said, that's it, you're up. So. I'm going I'm to dive you in from the outset and just uh, and, and mention that you let it be known that uh, the, the podcast panel uh, matching the intensity of the Carlton team in round one. Hey, what's what's said offline is supposed <laughs> to stay, <laughs> but it uh, is true. So let's go with it. Well, you have your finger on the edit button this week, so we'll see what stays. In anyway. <laughs> uh, look, look with, with no further ado, we'll just uh, go straight into the weekend wake. So um, last Thursday night, yes, a whole seven days ago at the MCG, Carlton 11-12-78 went down to Richmond. Ooh, I hate saying that. 15-15-105. What went wrong? Jeez, um, how much time have we got? <laughs> not make it quick, mate. <laughs> do, not, do not dwell. That's the motto for tonight. Yeah. Well, look... Um... If I was to put it down to one thing, and I think a lot of people touched on it in the uh, match day thread as well, um, I know I harped on it a little bit, was we were just terrible users of the ball, bringing it out of the uh, defensive 50. I was, I was just having a look at the um, AFL website, mate, in, in the commentary feed there for the game. They've got a very interesting tidbit of info. Uh, bear with me on this one. Richmond launched 65 chains from its defensive half of the ground that resulted in 27 inside 50s and a total of 56 points from those. Uh, so bringing out a defense all the way through the forward line and scoring. But on the other hand, Carlton launched 68 chains, so three more uh, from its defensive half resulting in only 10 inside 50s compared to their 27, and we scored 32 points. Um that was uh, the thing that stood out watching the game was our inability to take it out of defensive 50 and actually hit a target in the middle of the ground or run it out effectively. And, and it was just horrible. I think that's, that's where it was uh, won and lost there, basically. Their pressure was too good. We turned the ball over. Um, they scored almost exclusively from uh, turnovers in the first three quarters is another stat that they mm. rolled out on the site. Um, and yeah, despite us sort of, I think we won the, won the clearances fairly well, but it's, I don't really like that statistic anyway because it's one of those things where we might win the clearance, we get the ball 50 metres in our direction, but it's, just, it's a crap ball that gets turned over and goes straight back over the head as well. So, yeah, it just didn't go well anywhere on the park, I think. So does that suggest that um, we just didn't have the skill level up or that we weren't supporting each other and providing an option to get out of trouble? Uh, I don't know about the skill level. It's kind of hard to tell, especially round one. Mm. I, I, would, I reckon... 
the structure wasn't right. What it wasn't for a lack of people who can kick the ball um, properly. It was the teamwork involved in there. I mean, when you're coming out of defence, you, you you look up down to the wing or in the middle, you expect to see a certain something, you know, two or three people leading up another, someone else leading the other way, that sort of thing. And it just whatever the plan was, um, just did not come off. With uh, about 30 seconds of the game clock expired in the first quarter, um, we've lost Dale Thomas. Yeah, that was a great start to the game. I, I won't tell you what I said, but I think you can uh, imagine as it happened. The amount of times that uh, Carlton have lost a player early in the game um, and then sort of we've been down, we've been missing that player for the rest of the game. I mean, with with the sub and so forth, it's, it doesn't hurt quite as much, but... Um, it, it does hurt having quality players miss, missing whole games like that, and we just seem, you know, they're not going down, you know, halfway through the fourth quarter during an intense, you know, period of play. We go, we're going down really early in games, and uh, it's yeah. it, it's been happening for a couple of years now. And I just, uh, if we didn't have bad luck, we wouldn't have any at all. <laughs> That's right. It was a real freak sort of, not a freak accident, but it was one of those things that there's nothing. In it, you know, it wasn't that someone's pulled a hammy because they haven't been conditioned right or anything like that. It's just that, you know, tackle, his arm was in the wrong place and Daisy's shoulder went pop and it sucks. You know, at least we got to see Clem Smith, I guess, for the whole game. And he does look like a really great player. It's just he probably, I don't think he was, uh, a lot of people commented on this, wasn't match fit enough for a whole game, though. No. Um, best for Carlton uh, named were Doherty, Simpson, White, Bell, Menzel and Judd. I've just got to say... Gee, I mean, at a, pre-season, it shaped up that Sam Doherty was going to be our whipping boy this year. Yeah, absolutely. People were so down on him, and I and I I didn't see much reason for it. And man, did he he stood out head and shoulders above the rest for me. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he was so composed. I think was the big difference when when the ball came his way. Um, he took it cleanly. He had clean hands. He delivered it well. Thought about what he was doing. It was brilliant. It was like watching. Um, Henderson back when he was in form, I think in the back line, where he'd take an intercept mark, get the ball and just distribute it quite well. So it was really pleasing to see because he didn't have a fantastic nap challenge. No, series, well, so. leaving his man and filling a hole in front of in front of tall forwards, um, that was, um, I love seeing that stuff. Um, 20, 23 disposals at 91.3% efficiency Jeez. is amazing. Um, and 10 of those... Uh, uh, Ten of those disposals came from contested possessions, so um, it's not like uh, it was all soft stuff. Or he, it's not like he was a spare man in defence. He, mm. he was manning up. He was just getting away. And and the eight marks shows that he was uh, he was working hard. Yeah, he was, absolutely. He, he was getting around five rebound fifties. Um, you know, five tackles, four one percenters. So fantastic game by by Sam. Probably the best game he's played for us. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, and very timely. And and old man River uh, Chris Judd. <laughs> um, I mean, gee, I'm glad he went around again because it would have been pretty embarrassing without him. Did did, did anyone sort of uh, strike you watching the game as having an absolute stinker? Because I think there might have been a couple. Um, well, look, I mean, during the game, it um, and he's one of my one of my boys. During the game, I was going, oh, gee, Christian Jackson's not going well here. He probably shouldn't have matched up on uh, who was he on Griffith, Griffith um, yeah. in, in, in the in the first place. But then uh, we find out uh, post match after he copped a bit of a bagging that um, he had actually uh, suffered a rib injury and he'll be missing a couple of weeks. So he played yeah. on pretty uh, pretty bravely, um, considering. Yeah, yeah um, that was quite good. Yeah, um, you know some pl- some players that sort of you, you thought were you know set for a big one were I wouldn't say 
had a stinker, uh, but um, um, you know, probably, you know, you look at the stats and he's Mark Murphy was down. He was clearly yeah. down. He, he had twenty one possessions and and but uh, they weren't. They wasn't fantastic. Bryce Gibbs twenty six possessions and you look there and you go, oh yeah, we'll take that. Um, uh, only nine of them contested. That's sort of down for him. He's usually a little bit more inside. Well, certainly last year, but fifty percent efficiency. Now, yeah, that he's, was he, he's one of our he's one of our great ball users. And if he's uh, he's only going at fifty percent, and it's he's not even he's only uh, playing one third contested game. Um, you, you know, it's you know you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, that's a very bad start to the season for him and Murphy, really. But Gibbs in particular, he he burnt it really badly a few times, missed targets by miles. But um, you know they're quality players anyway. I think they they both only played one NAB Challenge game, didn't they? I think. So you can maybe say, um, well, Murphy definitely had an injury cloud coming in. Hopefully yeah. they're just, you know, cobwebs out now and round two we'll see them back closer to their best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look, there's, it's, it is round one. It is what it is. We know round one throws up some interesting results. Um, you know, not that we want to be on the on the end of them. We don't want to be making a habit of this, and certainly since we're probably going to be playing Richmond in round one every year, so um, we want to get off to a flyer here and there. Um, look, the first half, everybody seemed to be um, doing really well. We were we were up forty four to twenty two at one stage. Um, and we looked to be flying, and um, yeah, we, we stopped. And so, you know, rather than, that's why I say you can't really single anybody out as being having a really bad game because as a team we collect, collectively stopped in that third quarter. Yep. And if you look at the game time, the time on the ground, uh, it was quite quite interesting to see how many players were a, a long way down on the minutes that they would normally play. Um, you sort of see. The, the, the midfielders like you know Cripps seventy six percent game time, Karatso seventy six, um, Gibbs seventy three percent game time, um, Simpson as well. Simpson was down seventy three percent. I mean that they're they're amazingly low like numbers for yeah. you know Simo would would normally be on on the field for ninety percent of the game. Mm. You know he's uh, he, he's pretty durable sort of guy. So um, and, and the point's been made that you know. Carlton you know, Malthouse has said that uh, they, he he would have liked another week to get the guys into shape, but all teams have the same length of time to get ready. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, that one's done. Um, we'll pretend round one is this week. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I stayed out of the uh, the big footy blues uh, banter thread, and uh, I don't know if any Richmond supporters went in there after the game, but uh, I never read it. Yeah, <laughs> I think I unsubscribed from that thread the moment the uh, third quarter hit, I think. <laughs> Glutton for punishment. Yeah. Uh, might as well uh, go straight on to this week's game in our pre-game pep talk. Friday night at Domain Stadium, Carlton are hosted by West Coast. Um, the ins for Carlton, Casbolt and Tut, replacing the injured Jacksh and Thomas. Uh, good ins for you? 
Yeah, they are. They make a lot of sense. Um, like I think you said before, I wouldn't have minded seeing um, one more runner come in, perhaps. But um, look, it makes sense. And, and I don't know if this is going to be the final team as well. A little bit of whisper in the threads that, um, and from TV that Mark Murphy might be a bit uh, bit sore, pull up short. So we might see a slight change from there. We've got who's it? Uh, Armfield, Byrne and Allard as the emergencies who I think all travelled over. So, might see one more change, but uh, otherwise, I think Casbolt's going to straighten us up in terms of structure a lot, even though he might be a bit out of form. Um, mm. And the speed of Tut's definitely going to be helpful. So, the, the ins are good. They make sense compared to what's happened last week and the Eagles' backline issues as well. So, yep. I, I can't fault that, really. Yeah, look, I, I would love to see Byrne come into the side, but uh, if Murphy's... Um got a bit of a niggle and it doesn't come up, then it's uh, certainly it'll be one of the other guys that'll come in. Um, yeah, uh, the expecting, it's, it's going to certainly going to be um, rain tomorrow morning. Mm. Uh, it's been raining over there a fair bit apparently, so uh, I don't know how long that, whether the ground's going to be slightly wet or whether the rain's going to linger a little bit. That uh, more than most games, uh, that will have a fair effect here. I mean, the West Coast have got a pretty, you know, some you know, decent tall forwards. Um, they're down in a couple of key defensive posts, um, so they're sort of scrambling there to make up for um, make up for the guys that are out. And uh, you're thinking on a dry day that um, with contested mark, you know, good contested marks such as Casbolt uh, and Henderson in the side up forward, um, that we might be able to exploit that. But Absolutely, on yeah. this. On, on the same note, um, you know, um, you'd expect Josh Kennedy to do a fair bit of damage at the other end. So it's very hard to know whether we want rain or we don't want rain. And you know, if Murphy's out, maybe uh, maybe we do want a bit of uh, a bit of rain and make it a bit of a grind. Yeah, and get Allard into the team, perhaps. You know, but he'd see <laughs> yeah. that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd say that's why we've taken him across purely because of the weather. And he did. He was reasonably good in the VFL match, I believe. So, yeah, uh, sure. one of uh, one of a only a couple of players who did did well there. So, I mean, what are your expectations for the game? Um, do you think Do you think we can win it? I think we absolutely can win it, um, especially when you consider um, even the changes just from last week from West Coast. They've got some big outs. Scott Selwood's uh, hurt his ankle, so he's not going to be playing. That's going to leave their midfield a little bit down, and, and there's. It's kind of suspect, uh, I guess, is the general feel about their midfield. Um, Mitchell Brown, their other, he's one of their key defenders, knee gone. Um, yeah. So they're really light on down back. And if the weather holds up um, and allows us to be able to sort of bring the ball forward quickly, we're going to have the three big tall forwards. One of them surely has got to have a good day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I hope so. So um, I, I can see that... that there's definite scope for us to win. Um, I'm not sure whether the the bookies would have us as, as favourites or not, but um, no, they don't. No. Okay, there you go. It's it's we've definitely got a chance, despite it being in West Coast. I mean, we've done pretty well out in Perth recently, really. We like it there. We've got a good fan base, and we get a fair bit of support, and the crowd makes a bit of noise. So mm. the uh, the WA Blues out there, um, um, they certainly um, roll up in numbers. And yeah, good uh, job, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, shout out there to um, Blue Gunslinger um, and his mates. Um, keep it up uh, tomorrow night. Um, you know, have a shout for us. Um, I I think Judd would be fairly relieved that uh, not to see any Selwood names on the West Coast team sheet because <laughs> generally gets uh, he's been getting he gets tagged out of West Coast matches. So yeah. um, 
And uh, mind you, gee, he looks a lot stronger already than he did last year at any stage last year. Yeah, absolutely. He, he looks like, um, he, well, I don't know. He's playing. He's playing without any weight of expectation, and um, seems to uh, be enjoying it. So yeah, it definitely seems to have that bit of burst speed um, that comes with you know. Uh, I think I said he put on a few kilos to get a bit stronger again. Um, mm. That 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 sort of burst first two or three steps it really requires power he, he seems to have that back you know maybe yeah. not as great as, as he was at his peak but um definitely looks quicker off the mark than he has in the last year or so i totally agree you get, it's, it's very obvious isn't it mm. um look uh i don't know i think i think for me uh the game hinges on murphy in or out um with thomas out we need that little bit of class in the midfield yeah um um I, I, if Murphy plays, I, I, I think we're going to win. I'm fairly confident we're going to win if Murphy plays. Um, I like and it. it's yeah, but it's up to you. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give any um, margins no or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, no, no margins. I don't think it's going to be um, a huge, a, a huge amount. Um, you know, we are over there, West Coast. I, I was actually quite impressed uh, in their game against the Bulldogs. That was a very high quality, exciting match. I thought it was actually their pressure was really impressive. That's something that's going to have to, uh, you know, similar to how Richmond was against us, just holding us in. That'll be something we need to be wary of. Yeah, to absolutely. improve ourselves as well. Yeah, look, when we and you know we've obviously had a bit of an honest look at ourselves, and um, you, you can only hope that. Uh, I guess, you know, as I said, you know, we, we've always said Judd stayed on for a reason this year because we were all on the same page and all going to fight for each other. And I think that game, the round one, wasn't good enough and I think there would have been some real soul-searching going on and I expect us to come out pretty fired up. So, um, all right, might leave that there. Um, you, you think we're going to win, by the way? I do think we're going to win. I might be uh, still the eternal optimist, but I think we're going to get over them. It's round two. You're still going to be an optimist. Yeah. I, I, can't, uh, I hope I haven't given up by now. It'll no, a... well, I'm not going to start any Chicken Littles uh, threads on Bigfooty anymore. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, we'll just have a quick trip around the grounds. So, with uh, you know, considering the preseason and round one has been run and won, um, have any other teams or players from other teams impressed you so far? Oh, look, um, the first thing that jumps to mind when you ask that is uh, Tex Walker from Adelaide. Uh, in fact, the whole Adelaide team was just. I got a bit of egg on my face actually because I've been talking up here and there in the off season how I thought North Melbourne have yeah. uh, really sort of leapfrogged up in and, and should be expecting to be top four and things like this. I think I even said that on the main board podcast as well. I'm surprised I haven't received any uh, uh, mail <laughs> about uh, pointing out how wrong I was. But um, yeah, Adelaide absolutely destroyed them and the whole team, including Dangerfield and in particular um, Tex Walker, who is just off the leash from the first bounce. Um, looked really, really impressive. So they, um, if they can keep that sort of form up for the first part of the season, they've set them up, set themselves up pretty well. Um, might surprise a few people, I think. Yeah, uh, which which probably means that uh, North have been the disappointing team of round one. And mm. uh, look, I did tip them on the basis of you talking them up. Oh, so, <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, there and, goes uh, my cred. Yep. 
Well, all uh, all Carlton supporters are very sad to see that uh, Jared Wade had a pretty quiet, ordinary match. Yeah. Uh, he he wasn't alone though. No. Um, look, I I pretty much found that most teams in round one actually showed me something. Um, all but all but uh, North and Geelong probably, but um, yeah. And and really, I guess most other teams impressed me more than my beloved Blues do did. So uh, that's a that's a bit of an issue for me. That might be. That might be my expectations more than anything, but um, um, yeah, it was interesting to see uh, yeah, Melbourne. Um, yeah, there's a lot to like about a, them. Get up and have a win over the over the Gold Coast, um, and they fought back. Gold Coast had fought back a couple of times, and they and they kicked away. Mm. Um, you know, Collingwood and Brisbane. That was a that was a pretty good you know match when Brisbane started coming back in that last quarter. And you thought Collingwood had run out of legs, but um, Collingwood, you know, sort of vastly weak inside. Um, Showed that they're still, you know, probably going to be midfield, mid table, thereabouts. Um, uh, well, I mean, uh, Essendon uh, blowing a forty odd point lead yeah. late, late in the third quarter. Well, um, also had an early injury as well, kind of similar to us. I don't think it was quite that early. Uh, was it Myers who went down? So that wouldn't have helped. Combined with uh, lack of match fitness for those guys, they probably needed that lead and obviously then some to be able to. Uh, stay in the game but um, yeah, I wonder how much you can, can put put that down to you know the team getting up in a bubble I guess a little bit from after the uh, the not guilty or um, not enough evidence <laughs> decision um, well, I, yeah I, 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 sorry I just put it down to karma really um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good yeah the Frio Port match was quite interesting too um mm. Very fast paced, actually. Frio surprised me in that they they, they seem very quick around the ground. It didn't seem like the slow Frio that I guess maybe we're a little bit used to. Or perhaps I just haven't seen enough of them to realise that they're not slow anymore. But um, yeah, a lot of good games over the week. Um, I think the next couple of weeks, seeing whether some of these teams can back up these um, sort of results, especially like Melbourne, um, Adelaide, whether they can be dominant again. Um, yep. That's going to tell us a lot, I think. Yep. Yep, um, St Kilda, another team. Uh, they didn't get up, but um, they certainly uh, scared GWS, who were, you know, hot favourites for that match. So, um, yeah. you know, whether whether St Kilda are going to be the easy beats or whether they just, you know, hit the ground running early and you know gave a really good account of themselves, I don't know. Uh, most people thought that they would be right down the bottom again, but um, you know, it could be. Well, certainly the first month or so it could be fairly even until. Uh, Teams start to separate themselves from the pack, yep. but uh, obviously, gee, Hawthorne look a uh, another level above at the moment, don't they? Yeah, it doesn't look like too many teams are going to be able to touch them on their day. Yes, O2 uh, have those sort of disposal skills. You don't, you don't need you don't need the leg speed if you can kick like that. So you don't have to chase anyone if you've got the ball. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we can just sit back and. And hope um, that uh, people are talking about Carlton in those terms sooner rather than later. Yeah. All right. Um, thanks for joining me, mate. Um, I, was, I was afraid that it was that was me, and I had I had a shower this shower because I thought that might be something going on through the it was coming across across the uh, the internet. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I've you know I've, 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 I popped a breath mint just in case. But uh, yeah, you smell you, fine from Adelaide, mate. It's all good. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Even Adelaide smells fine from Brisbane. Too, so. <laughs> uh, all right, mate. Look, thanks for joining me again, and um, hopefully uh, a few others will join us next week. 
Um, until then, um, go the Blues. Good night.